Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Darren Williams Jr. from American Hot Rod Entertainment, and you're tuned in to my buddy TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy. Let's get it. Welcome to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. I'm your host, TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy. We'll be joined later for the semifinals and finals uh, by our co-host, American High Ride Entertainment. You know him, we love him, Darren Williams Jr. He'll be joining us a little later on. But folks, let me tell you what. That was a good race this past weekend. We saw performance. We saw uh, header flames <laughs> at night. Uh, it, it was a great, great weekend for the NHRA. Four wide, uh, the NG, I'm sorry, uh, let me make sure I say it right. The Circle K NHRA four wide nationals. Uh, so how about Circle K stepping up with us and um, really showing that they that they care about the sport? Also, I've been wanting to say this for a few weeks now. Uh, Pep Boys has really stepped up their game uh, with NHRA, and so I, I really just, you know, you know, they sponsor our specialty races, but they also sponsor Mike Salinas right now, and he got the win for him this past weekend. Uh, John Force, number 155 in his illustrious career, uh, coming from the four wides, and congratulations to Steve Johnson as well in the pro stock motorcycle category. Uh, I mean, like I, it, like I said, guys, it was a great weekend of performance. We had four qualifiers this past weekend. Uh, we're just going to get right after it. Uh, we're going to get right into it. We're going to cover qualifying. And we're going to talk a little bit about, I just hit my foot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just hit my foot. But anyway, no. So uh, we're going to get after it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some of the bigger runs in each section. Section. Well, I mean, I guess it would be section. We'll talk about some of the bigger runs in the session, and we're going to get after it, just like they did this past weekend. So we're going to get right into it. We know Funny Cars first on Friday. We had a trio start off. And how about Paul Lee, 3.978, uh, 317. That's a good run. They're really trying to uh, figure out things there. Uh, so that's good to see that car making full runs in the second quad we have blake alexander and bob tasker they're going to get the best of these uh 3.923 for blake alexander 325 the performance of that car just continues uh so hats off to jim head and the rest of the team uh bob tasker the third with that beautiful bg paint scheme again 3.916 at 329.34 so i mean these guys are really cutting the mustard when it comes to speed Charlotte's a really great surface, one of the best we go to, uh, and it's definitely big for speed, and we'll see that in the next one. Uh, the other two that were in that quad, Jim Campbell and Tim Wilkerson, did not make three-second runs, but they did you know, make some some sort of representative run. Tim Wilkerson, uh, 402, and Jim Campbell, 408. Uh, in the next one, we got Two three-second runs, Alexis DeJoria and John Forrest. John Forrest, <laughs> I'll tell you what, 385, 333.25 miles per hour in the first session of qualifying. Uh, the air conditioning was 75. I just want to go back and make sure we, we touch that. This was the first session, by the way. Um, and we had 35% humidity. So 
John Forrest getting it down through there in 3.858 seconds kind of really broke the back of the rest of the class. Uh, 312s at 660, uh, 287. That is huge for a funny card. That is huge speed for a funny card at the 8th mile. Uh, 2.225 at 330 and 864 at the 60-foot blocks. Man, I tell you what, that Blue Death Chevrolet was hauling the mail. I'll tell you what. And then the last quad for that session, we had all four cars get down the racetrack. This was a really nice-looking quad. 389, 390 with a 5, 388 with a 5, and 387 with a 6. All of them over 325 miles per hour. We had Cruz Pedregon, who's the 3.876, 325, 30. We have Ron Caps in that beautiful new Supra. Uh, I think everybody kind of knew <laughs> what was going to happen with that. Uh, but it was really nice to see that on the racetrack. Uh, they were doing really well with it this weekend. So it doesn't seem to have hindered any performance. 3.885 at 325.45 for Ron Caps. Uh, 314 to the eighth mile for Ron Caps. Uh, 312 with a nine. One thou of a second off of John Force's pace for Cruz Pedregon at the eighth mile. How about that? Uh, Robert Height, 3.905 at 326 flat miles per hour. That's a stout run for that AAA of Southern California Chevrolet. And then in the last lane, in lane four, we have Matt Hagen for. Uh, Tony Stewart and the Dodge Power Brokers 3.890 at 329.42 miles per hour. So that was a really good first session for the funny cars. And then the second one, um, I'm sorry, not the second. We're not going to go there quite yet. We're going to go to Top Fuel and talk about some of the nice runs that we saw. Uh, we saw Leah Prue at 3.730 at 319. Uh, that's a great run. We've seen this car really come alive as, as of late, the last couple of weeks. It's really started to uh, show what it can do. You know, Neil Strasbaugh and the rest of the guys, they're, they're coming together. And, you know, that's the thing that people forget. Like, it, it, there's a whole lot of things that have to go right for these things to run right. And when you get a new team, I mean, Matt Hagen's team was pretty much turnkey. You know, he, he pretty much had brought the same group of people that he had with DSR over to TSR, uh, and that wasn't necessarily the case for Leah Pruitt. So we're starting to see that dragster come alive. Her driving is excellent. 042 in the first session of qualifying. We got to pay attention to reaction times and qualifying. So moving on to that next quad, we had, again, another good, solid quad, 380, 378, 379, and 377. The best is going to come from lane one, Doug Foley at three or at 293, so he was not on the gas going through the lights. Uh, the best speed of that quad would be 326, 24, coming out of lane three on Antron Brown's machine, that Matco Tools machine. Uh, in the next quad, we have um, a 378, a 389, a 372 with a five, and a 378 with a seven. Austin Proc, 372 with a 5 at 330.31 miles per hour. I tell you what, I, like I said, this this is a really big speed racetrack. Uh, they run big speeds here. Um, so nice to see that Rocky Rocky Mountain Twist, Montana brand car doing well with Ron Tobler and 
Jason McCulloch tuning those cars. I'm sorry. I think I might have said the wrong name. I'm sorry. If I did, it's okay. Don't don't crucify me. It's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I might have said the wrong name, so forgive me. We're just doing this today, guys. We're just going for it. We're getting after it. So in the last quad, we had Mike Salinas, Justin Ashley, Brittany Force, and Steve Torrance. Brittany Force and Steve and Justin Ashley are actually going to make the best runs here. 3.715 at 329.67. For Justin Ashley, and then in the uh, in lane four, we have 3.725, 332.92 miles per hour in the first session. That's go that's what it's going to be. So uh, after one, looks like Justin Ashley is number one. Really, that monster car isn't for Phillips Connect. Wow, very nice. No, certainly not surprising. That car can definitely step up at any time. You know, so. No surprise there. In the second session, we start to see our the low 390s and 80s. We got just uh, JR tied. He didn't get down in the first session, so he was first out in the second session. Uh, 397 for Paul Lee, who he was who was in lane one, and JR was in lane three. 3.893 at 330.63 miles per hour. At this point, guys, they're under the lights. Uh, we we're, we're seeing header flames, so. Uh, the track is getting even tighter. I mean, it's it's already been tight. The air conditions have dropped three degrees. It's now 72 degrees. Uh, let me see. I want to see if I can find the track temperature. Track temperature is 91 degrees. So that's right in that sweet spot for them. Uh, in the second quad, we got Bob Tasker the third for that BG and PG and Motocraft and for 3.909 at 327.1. 51 miles per hour 867 to the to the 60 foot blocks 882 for JR Todd just so we can keep pace on what's going on 315 for JR Todd at the 8th mile 385 or 285 and uh Bob Tasca 3.169283.79 at the 8th mile in the next one we got Matt Hagen Alexis DeJoria Blake Alexander and Jim Campbell in the interest of fair reporting, Bob Tasca got the best of the quad, but he was not the only one in the quad. It was Tim Wilkerson, Mac, Mike McIntyre Jr., and Chad Green alongside of them, though. Um, they didn't make full runs, so uh, we, got, we got a 12-second, 4-second, and 24-second run. So they encountered some trouble on the trip down the racetrack. Um, let me see. Okay, so Matt Hagen right here, 3.867 at 330.1, or sorry, 55 miles per hour. Uh, 3.13 with a 6 at the 8th mile, 287.66. Again, that's huge speed for a funny car at the 8th mile. That's almost, that's 3 miles per hour away from 290. Uh, you guys can count, but still... <laughs> 290 is huge. That, I mean, that's where we like to see the top fuel cars running in when they're really getting it down there. And, and you got funny cars creeping up on it. Uh, let me see. What else do we have in this quad? Uh, Blake Alexander got off the line first because we, we like to look at reaction times. Uh, Cruz Pesagon uh, kind of made a comment down at the other end this weekend. Uh, he says, we're always talking about, as, as in the reporters, they're always talking about the reaction times. And we actually do drive these cars. Uh, he's absolutely right. Um, but, <laughs> you know, a lot of times the, the reaction time is uh, where the race is won. 
because uh, sometimes they don't always have the horsepower to drive around at the other end of the racetrack now. Uh, he's an expert. He's a multi-time champion, uh, so he knows what he's talking about. But reaction times are definitely important. Um, so anyway, uh, in the last quad, we have John Forrest, Robert Height, Ron Caps, and Cruz Pedregon. In this quad, we see three 380 runs here. Uh, Robert Height, surprisingly, in the in the home run session, did not get down 731 with an 089 miles per hour. But he was surrounded by some stout runs, and we're going to talk about it. John Forrest, 385-0. Oh, by the way, he was a, uh, I'm sorry, seven thousandths of a second away from his daughter who set the the track record, Courtney Forrest, 380 or 385 with a one. Well, guess what? He took that from his daughter, 385 with an O by a thousandth of a second, 334.24 miles per hour. Does it in style? I tell you what, but that wasn't the only 330 mile per hour run in this section or in this, uh, in this quad here. We got Ron Caps in that new, beautiful Toyota Gazoo Racing Supra, 3.8. 73 332.02 miles per hour and in lane four we have cruz pedragon getting it down there 3.880 at 328 miles per hour let's look at the incrementals here 313 313.8 for both cars in the lanes three and four 3.138 in both lanes uh, for Cruz and Ron Caps, John had the better of that 3.122 at 286 miles an hour. We had 283 for Ron Caps and 285 for Cruz Pedregon. Getting these things down there early. Robert Hyde was first off the line, but we know he did not get down the racetrack. How about 2222, 2.222 at the 330 mark for John Forrest? Ron Caps actually tied that. So he was right alongside of him at that part of the racetrack. And then the horsepower started to come in, and that was all she wrote. So John Force is going to end day one, number one, taking the track record, ET and speed. Wait, well, I guess I, I'm not, I don't have those notes in front of me. This will be something for Darren. But <laughs> but I don't know if if Courtney had the, the speed record, but... He, I believe he set the, tr the track record uh, for speed for this one. Uh, transitioning to the long cars, top fuel, long skinny cars, 3.694, right out of the box, 327 for Steve Torrance. In the second quad, we got Doug Kalitta, Alex Laughlin. What a great, what a great time. Anytime you can say that with top fuel next to it, Tony Schumacher and Mike Salinas. Mike Salinas is going to get down there. Alongside of Doug Kalitta, 3.700 at 324.98 miles an hour for Doug Kalitta. And that beautiful monochrome paint job we had this past weekend, 293 for Doug Kalitta at the 8th mile, 2.964 at the 8th mile as well. Very nice, very nice. Steve Torrance was 296 with an O at the 8th mile, 292 in the interest of fair reporting. We want to keep it fair, and we want to make sure we compare the numbers. Uh, Mike Salinas in lane four is going to get down there with for Pep Boys, 3.708 at 
at 329.10 miles an hour. He was 291 at the eighth mile, 2.975 at the eighth mile as well. In the next quad, we got Clay Milliken, Kyle Wurzel, Cameron Ferre, and Krista Baldwin. The best run of this one's going to be a 385 for Cameron Ferre, 319. It's great to see Cameron Ferre out more. Uh, he's Again, he's good for the sport. He loves what he does. Anytime he comes out, he performs. Uh, so it's good to see him come out. Uh, and the pair, or the, the pair, <laughs> so I'm so, so programmed. In the next quad, we had three notable runs in that. Uh, Sean Langdon did not get down 429, but we had three cars that did. Leah Pruitt, six, uh, 3.686 at 327.51 miles an hour. And then going from quickest to less quick, I won't say slowest, um, Josh Hart, 3.715 at 323.89. That car has really stepped up and running with the uh, you know with the top five, top six players in the field. Uh, Antron Brown is going to be the slowest of that quad, but he still runs 3.729 at 329.10 miles an hour. All of those cars were over 290 miles per hour at the eighth mile. All of those cars were under three seconds at the eighth mile. Uh, Leah Pruitt was the quickest, 2.954 at 295. I mean, guys, this is crazy. In in, in 2.94 or 2 point, I can't read today. It's fine. 2.954 seconds. Leah Pruitt was going 295 miles an hour. That it's astonishing, astonishing how these cars accelerate. Uh, and then the last quad, we got Brittany Forrest, Austin Proc, Justin Ashley, and Doug Foley. How about Justin Ashley? 3.669 at 331.77 miles an hour. He's going to take the top spot on Friday night. How about that? Brittany Forrest, 3.730 at 329.91 miles an hour. I mean, hey, I don't think anybody expected that. I think we all expected to see like a really low uh, 60 come out of Brittany's lane, but it came in the lane three with that Phillips Connect. Justin Ashley top fuel car. So in, in the third qualifier, um, when I printed it out, I didn't they didn't have the, uh, the the weather conditions and things like that on here. But uh, we can look at some of the 60s uh, because the runs were not, I mean, how about Brittany Force? 3.716 at 303. She wasn't even on the gas going through the finish line, 3.71. So she was going to be moving a whole lot quicker if she was on the gas. Um, we got a 377.3, 326 from Leah Pruitt. Justin Ashley, 377.1, 326.79 for him. And then... Um, let me see if I 386 from Cam Ferre. Uh, but let's look at the uh, the 60s. 847, 862, 832 for Brittany Forrest, 844 for Doug Kalitta, and 843 for Justin Ashley. So we're seeing the the, the 60s in in this session in the 840s. Uh, Brittany Force is the the odd the odd one out there at 832. So she had definitely had the quickest. Um, 60 there and that's just how quick the car is getting moving 
you know, how quickly, and that, that all depends on how the car is set up. This is something else people don't realize. It's all dependent on how the car is set up. And, um, well, let me say this easy for me to say, right? It depends on how the car is set up for how quick the car reacts when the driver hits the gas. So the reaction time, we like to, we like to say it's on the driver, but it's also about how the car is set up. And I, I think I touched on this last week, but that's really important to remember when you see these reaction times, um, because it's, it, it de- also depends on how the car is tuned. Uh, there's some things that you can adjust to make the car react a different way. Uh, you can make it, there's a couple of different things. We're not going to get into it too much because I want to get through this. But, yeah, it all depends on that. Okay, so uh, we got, hold on, I don't think I got the funny car third session. Let me see. I did not. Bad, TJ. Wow. Wow. Okay, so I didn't get the third session of Nitro Floppers, but it's all right. It's okay. Uh, Because... We got the fourth session right here, right here. So, first car up in the first, or yeah, in the well, it was a pair. It was a pair. Um, so they don't always line them up four wide at the four wides. <laughs> so it's okay. So Clay Milliken is going to be uh, next to Kyle Wurzel. Uh The the air conditions are seventy nine degrees. You see, we we're not seeing too much differentiation from weather here it doesn't look like anything it it got too hot you know uh or at least during qualifying it didn't uh well we'll have to talk with darren when he gets here and so he was there so we're going to talk to him and and see how i felt there uh 375.6 321 for clay milliken um in the next one we got alex laughlin krista baldwin krista baldwin uh and tony schumacher 383 for tony schumacher 392 for Crystal Baldwin and the best ET of that quad is going to be or trio is going to be 3.804 317 from lane four for Alex Laughlin. In the next one, we have another trio. We got oh, this looks funny. Hold on. Okay, so it was it was kind of weird. Uh, this looks this looks weird on this sheet here. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, this looks strange. I don't want to say that. So, okay, we're just going to, we'll do it this way. Uh, in the fourth session, we had a 374, uh, from Antron, 328, 372 from Doug Coletta, 322, um, 370 with the six for Mike Salinas, 373, four with 329 for Leah Pruitt and Steve Torrance, 3.713 at 329 miles per hour uh so austin proc 3.719 333.58 miles per hour like he was the only 330 mile per hour run in the session for the top fuelers for uh session number four um britney did not get down the racetrack it looks like at 60 feet she was Uh, 1.198 so that would indicate that she was in trouble uh, quite a bit early, uh, in the run. Doesn't look like she may have made it past the Christmas tree with that, uh, 60. So in the last one we had, uh, or in that one, we had three get down in the seventies, uh, in the low seventies, I might add, 
2.975 for Mike Salinas, 2.979 for Steve Torrance. So Steve Torrance was just four thousandths of a second off of Mike Salinas's pace. I mean, just look at how close these cars are right now, guys. Like that, 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 that's why I do these numbers. So you can really hear, you know, I know I go through them quick, but like just listen to how close these cars are right now. I mean, these are 12,000 horsepower race cars. And we're talking about thousandths of a second, you know. I don't know how many of you, you know, remember the decimal points from school. But, I mean, that's, you're getting to a really small number as you get to, you know, as you move right of the decimal point. So, I mean, these guys are, and girls are close, man. They are close. They are close. So, back into it. We got Funny Car final session here. Uh, 3.937, 325 for Paul Lee. He was next to Mike McIntyre Jr., who runs 529 at 138. Uh, okay, so again, some more weirdness here. Um, Blake Alexander, Chad Green, Bob Tasca the third, and Tim Wilkerson. I'm going to read the description. Maybe we can get some answers for that. Tasca makes a decent pass but doesn't receive a time. Wilkerson made his quickest pass of the weekend, but drifted to the left. He did cross the finish. He did cross the center line and took out the last two timing blocks at the end of the racetrack. He was ahead of Tasca, so neither will neither time will count. This is Wilkerson's first center line violation and will cost him five points. So, anytime these cars or anytime the drivers cross the center line, guys, um, they're penalized if it's before uh, the quarter mile mark. I mean, we. I mean, I, I stand behind that. I mean, you, these cars are moving at such a high rate of velocity. I mean, and I didn't say speed. I mean, velocity includes how they accelerate. I mean, these cars accelerate so quickly. And, like, even in the shutdown area, they are covering so much ground still with the header flames down. So... I know sometimes, you know, it's easy for me to say, right, you got to keep it in your lane, right? But, you know, it's easy for me to say. But, you know, it, it's difficult, and they're going against a lot of forces. But, man, the fact of the matter is these cars are dangerous. <laughs> and But that being said, they're safer than the car you drive. You know, we've seen some really bad accidents at, uh, over, the, over the course of the years, and, you know, Thanks to the safety of the, of the cars, the, the drivers have gotten gotten out of the car and been able to talk and, and walk. And, you know, not all the time. Sometimes they're they're a little worse for the wear, but they get out of the car. So the point is, these cars are really powerful and they move really fast. So when you get up on that center line, you know, it's kind of hard to find where the car is because these drivers, they have target fixation. They focus down the racetrack. They don't look right ahead of them because if they look, you know, I don't know, 10 feet in front of them, they're going to be there in like the blink of an hour quicker than I could finish this sentence. So you look down the racetrack, you look at the horizon. And a lot of times, sometimes you, you, you kind of lose where you are on the racetrack laterally. Uh, and so you might not be aware that you're creeping up on the center line and maybe you are, it depends. Uh, so Tim Wilkerson takes out the block and neither car will get a time in the next one. We got J.R. Ty, Matt Hagen, uh, Jim Campbell and Alexis DeJoria. Jim Campbell is going to be the odd man out here. He's not going to get down under power, 
But in lane one and for J.R. Todd and DHL, CMR Roofing and Construction, 3.923 at 327.19 in that beautiful Supra. In lane three, we got Matt Hagen, 3.921 at 328.70 miles an hour. 283 to the eighth mile, 282 for JR Todd. Uh, so Matt Hagen has the, got the biggest speed at the eighth mile. How about Lexus DeJoya? 282 at the eighth mile, 3.936, 328.38 for Lexus DeJoya. And that wonderful, also wonderful looking Supra. Uh, if you know from last week in Houston, she did uh, tear up a body. And so she had on the secondary body, which was uh, all black, just had the uh, tequila, premium tequila, (laughs) Bandero premium tequila. It's all a performance, guys. That's why I don't edit this stuff out, because live performance, there's going to be some gaffes, and I think it makes it authentic. So listen, longtime listeners know uh, we embrace those. So in the last one, we got... How about all of these champions here and all of the championships that are on the starting line? Ron Caps, Cruz Pedregon, John Force, and Robert Height. It's just a qualifying run, but just, just think about it. All those guys on the starting line. So Ron Caps and Cruz Pedregon in lane one and two are not going to make full passes, but John Force and Robert Height are going to make full passes. They're going to pull the shoots. 389 nine, or 389 for 331.94 miles per hour for John Force. Wow. 316 at the eighth mile, 314 for Robert Height, 285 at the eighth mile, 3.876, miles per hour. And and we know from last week that the speed, they don't tune the speed. They don't they don't go into the computer and go, okay, well, we want to make sure it runs 335 miles an hour in, in this next run. That's not how it works. It's basically, as as David Grepnik stated, it's a byproduct it's a byproduct of how hard they're running the car. So how aggressive the clutch is, how aggressive the fuel delivery is, it's all a byproduct of just how they're running the car. So the, that huge speed that you're, you're seeing, I mean, it also, the racetrack has to hold it. Uh, but it, it did pretty good holding it, I think so. Uh, but let me, let's just look before we, before we move on. Let's look at the 60s here. Uh, 865 for John Forrest, 867 Robert Height. Uh, those two are going to be the quickest uh, 60s. So John Forrest had the quickest 60. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 867 for Ron Caps and 872 for Cruz. Uh, so again, not not too far off the pace, but um, it looks like 860, 865 was the quickest of the session. Um, so very cool, very cool, very cool. So let's move on to race day, and so we have top fuel. Up first, and I don't have Darren to correct me here. Top fuel eliminator. I'm gonna say it the way I want to say it. Hello. <laughs> anyway, so in our first quad, we got Doug Foley, Mike Salinas, Alex Laughlin, and Doug Kalita. Now I'm gonna mention this later, but this was the day of opportunity. Now we all know that quali- I call qualifying the race within a race, and it absolutely is that. You know, it, it, it it's 
it gives you a little drama. It's like, okay, well, you know, this driver might not make the field. And then, you know, if there's a full field, because that does happen these days, um, we work, we, we look at the, the matchups. Oh, okay, well, if they, if they don't make a better run right now, they're going to be racing somebody they don't want to race in first round kind of thing. So it's always a race within a race. It's great entertainment. But race day on this day was, ex- was I would say, the day of opportunity for a few people. I mean, we saw a few finalists who you might not have penciled in if you were, you know, making picks. Excuse me, but we love to see that. So, you know, especially here on the Nitro Performance Guide, you know, we love to see that. So uh, we're going to get through this first round and then um, we're going to get back into it for semis and the finals with Darren Williams Jr., our co-host, American Hot Rod Entertainment, a.k.a. Inside the ins- I forgot the name of the sport for like two seconds. NHRA. <laughs> All right, moving on. Anyway, we got Doug Foley, Mike Salinas, Alex Laughlin, and Doug Kalitta. Doug Kalitta's going to get down there first, 3.725 at 327 miles per hour. But we know in the four wides, we uh, the, fir- the first two rounds, you can lose the race and still advance. It advance. Mike Salinas was the runner up in that race, 3.765 at 329.34. 290 at the eighth mile, 293 for Doug Coletta. Um, Doug Coletta was the only one sub three seconds, 2.993. Uh, so Alan Johnson and the rest of the guys, they're going on to the next round here. Uh, so in the next quad, we got Sean Langdon, Josh Hart, Clay Milliken, and Steve Torrance. How about the two middle lanes? How about the two middle lanes are going to advance? Josh Hart and Clay Milliken. Uh, Clay Milliken actually got down there first, 3.748 after a pretty big boomer in qualifying, uh, 3.27.51. They showed it all weekend. <laughs> it was the highlight. Um, Clay said, I didn't know if it was me or if it was the, the guy next to me because, uh, again, it was at nighttime and the whole wall like lit up. So he said he didn't know if it was him. Uh, it was a big boomer on Friday night. And then Josh Hart is the runner-up. He's going to be second across quicker uh, let me see. Yeah, that, that would have been a whole shot win for, uh, if, if that was a two wide race, Clay Milliken and, and Josh Hart, uh, that'd have been a whole shot win for, uh, Clay Milliken. Oh, 21 off the tree. Josh Hart, 70 off the tree. 3.735 at 3.28. That's a great run. 291 to the eighth mile. 290 for Clay Milliken. Uh, everybody is pretty much right at that three-second mark at the eighth mile, uh, with the quickest being Josh Hart, which is basically, I mean, it's basically three flat, 3.002. So that's great. That's great for them. How about Steve Torrance not going to advance? 59 on the line, and he's not going to advance. Sean Langdon, 46 on the tree, not going to advance. Uh, so then in the next one, we got Spencer Massey, Brittany Forrest, Tony Schumacher, and Leah Pruitt. How about Brittany Forrest is going to be the runner-up, and Spencer Massey is going to have crossed the finish line first. This was a great quad, guys. Everybody in this quad was 3.75 or quicker. Uh, but Brittany Forrest is going to get down there second after Spencer Massey. That would have also been... 
let me see. No, that wouldn't have been a a, a whole shot. Because uh, 35 for Spencer Massey, 79 for Brittany, uh, 86 for Tony Schumacher, and then 79 for Leah Pruitt. 3.741 for Leah, 3.753 for Tony, 3.732 for Brittany, and 3.749 for Spencer Massey. The best speed of that choir is going to come out of lane two, 329.67 on that Monster Energy Flavor Pack Top Fuel Dragster. So, oh, at the eighth mile, we got 290, 290, 292, 290, I'm sorry, I said 290 twice. 292, we had 292 twice. <laughs> 292.65 for Leah, 290.19. Uh, uh, for Tony Schumacher. Wow, that was hard to say. 292.71 for Brittany Force, and then 285.89 for Spencer Massey. Again, you can really see how the difference is and how they set these cars up. And in the last squad of the first round, we got Cameron Foray, Antron Brown, Austin Proc, and uh, Justin Ashley. Uh, let's look. Let's look at the numbers here. It says... Uh, Prop was on a good pass, but finished third in this quad. He had some, he had something blow through the timing block, shutting off the clocks. Ashley is the first off the line and straight down the groove with the quickest pass of the quad. He has a timing problem and has something, as uh, something blew off through his block, stopping the clocks early. Uh, so finish order and margins, Justin Ashley and then Cameron Foray is actually your runner up for that quad he was in lane one so justin ashley and cam foray are going to advance that is i'm so sorry that was the most confusing quad i've ever said in my life it's fine it's okay it's good it's great <laughs> okay so that's how they shaked up at the end of top fuel round two or i'm sorry round one we go straight to the semis we don't really have a round two it's kind of like semifinals slash round two uh, but it, we go straight to the semifinals. We got two quads and then one more quad to decide the winner. Um, and I don't know why we act like you don't know who won. But, you know, Mike Salinas won the race in Top Fuel. We already said that. And John Force in Funny Car. And then uh, Steve Johnson in The Bikes. So, back right back into it. The Nitro Coops. The Floppers. Uh, in the first quad, we got Tim Wilkerson, Jim Campbell, Cruz Pedregon, and Robert Height. How about Robert Height's going to get down there first? Second is going to be Cruz Pedregon. How about Robert Height? 3.880 at 332 booming miles an hour. Next to Cruz Pedregon, 3.921 at 328 miles an hour. The other two will not make. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. 3.9. Uh yeah, three point nine one eight three eleven for Tim Wilkerson. He was not on the gas. Three point nine eight. That car was gonna move in the eighties for sure. And then we got a four flat for Jim Campbell. Three oh seven. His day is done. So out of that one, we got Cruz and Robert for Snap On for Cruz and for AAA of Southern California and uh, Peak Blue Def. <laughs> Uh, for Robert Height. And the next one, we got a trio instead of a quad. We got Bob Tasker the third, 
Alexis DeJoria, and John Force. John Force is not going to get down the racetrack first, but how about the speed? 335.07 miles an hour. Nobody's ever been that fast on that racetrack. Not anybody, especially in a nitro funny car. 3.892 at 335. Wow. <laughs> Tim Fabrizi and Dan Hood, man, they're getting it down through there. But like I said, he was not first to the finish line. Bob Tasca with the win. 3.878 at 331.20 miles an hour. 331. So how about two 330-mile-per-hour runs in the same run? How about that? How about that? Uh, so let me make sure I said it right. Um, so, oh, this is cool that we get. We get this uh, for the four wides. How about Bob Tasca finished 15 inches ahead of John Forrest? And John Forrest finished about 13 feet ahead of Alexis DeJoria. Really cool. Really cool. Uh, but how about Alexis DeJoria? 3.899 at 324 for Dale Worshman, Nikki Bonafani. That's a great run. Uh, but when you got John Forrest and Bob Task on the other sides of you, uh, really getting after it. I mean, John Forrest was only quicker than Alexis by seven thousandths of a second. Uh, so let's go to the starting line now. 68 for Forrest, 89 for DeJoria, and 80 for Bob Task of the third. John was off the line first, and that's what did it. So in the next quad, we got Paul Lee, Mike McIntyre Jr., Blake Alexander, and Matt Hagan. How about this, folks? I told you this was the day of opportunity. Matt Hagan, and it will get down there first, 3.895, keeping pace with the rest of the cool kids, 331.69 miles an hour. How about the 330 runs in first round? Just getting after it. And Mike McIntyre in lane two is going to, that beautiful orange nitro funny car is going to get down through there, 3.966 at 3.16. But that doesn't matter on race day. I mean, for, for lane choice. But, I mean, he got down through there and got in the second round ahead of Blake Alexander and Paul Lee. Two really, really good race cars. So, and then the last quad, we have... Chad Green, Dale Creasy Jr., J.R. Todd, and Ron Caps. Ron Caps and J.R. Todd and those G.R. Supers are going to get to the next round. Uh, 3.892, 330.39 miles an hour for J.R. Todd and the Yellow Fellas. How about that? Uh, Ron Caps, 3.923 at 326. Man, I tell you what. Uh, Darren asked me last week if I thought that the performance would fall off uh, of this of this Napa race car, this Napa now GR Supra, and I said no, absolutely not. You got Dean Antonelli, you got uh, you know John Medlin. These guys have been tuning funny cars for as long as I can remember. So no, and we see that the performance has not fallen off one bit. Um, so just a quick one uh, in the interest of fair reporting. Let's let's make sure we got 402 for both uh, cars in lane one and two. Dale Creasy Jr. 402 with an O on the end, 315. Chad Green, three, uh, 402 with a six, 275. So he was not running through the finish line full song. Uh, so real quick, let's look here. 
55 for Ron Katz, 61 for J.R. Ty. We're talking reaction times now. 56 for Dale Creasy and 86 for Chad Green. How about that? Uh, so let's look at the 60s real quick and see who had the best 60 of the, and it might not be who you think. You might think, oh, well, it was, uh, it had to be John Forrest. No, it wasn't. It was actually Bob Tasca the third, 863. So that, that's something there. Um, and John Forrest was actually 891. Uh, the ET was a little bit off. Uh, maybe, you know, well, uh. I won't say off. I'll say this. In in the first round, you don't want to beat yourself. But at the same time, you got to give it to the racetrack or you're going to shake the tires and you're going to lose anyway. So you kind of have to assess your risk reward. You know, you have to kind of assess that for your team. So that's how they shaked up at the end of one uh, elimination round. We're going to be right back with the next round of eliminations is going to be semifinals in the nitro classes, top fuel dragster and nitro funny car. And we'll be breaking that down with Darren Williams jr. Okay, folks, you know, I always deliver on my promises here. He is our co-host. He's a little late. It's okay. It's okay. But he's here like as always, cause we, you know, we can't do a show without my boy. So here he is, Darren Williams jr. Welcome. How you doing? What up? Hey, man. First off, before we get started, did you tell people the people what day we were actually recording this or no? No. Okay. All right. So then that's good because, you know, like I said in the post-race show on Monday, fresh off the private jet from Charlotte. You know, I just got back from Charlotte. <laughs> I fresh off the private jet. So, you know, back now, ready to do the show. So let's get it. All right. Yeah. Fresh off of the Lear, y'all. He is here and <laughs> he is just, the first thing he did was came and talked to us. So, Exactly. We love him for that. We love him for that. So we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it, folks. We're gonna go right back into top fuel eliminator semifinals. He's here, so go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it like you say it. Top fuel eliminator. Go ahead and do it for us. Go ahead and do it. Top fuel eliminator. Yes, sir. Here it is. So we got Josh Hart in lane one. We got Brittany Forrest, Clay Milliken, and Spencer Massey. Spencer's been killing him on the tree all day. Almost psychic. Almost psychic. But he will actually get into the final. He's the runner-up, but Josh Hart will get there first. 3.751 at 323 miles per hour. He was three seconds flat to the eighth mile. It's good to see that Josh Hart car going around. Not for sure. You know, obviously, you know, they went to the semis in Phoenix. That was kind of like their best performance so far this season. Been struggling since then. So, right. yeah, man, Ron Douglas, you know, and Josh Hart and that whole, you know, Arnell Carrier stacking that top of the Jackson team. Great to see them moving into the final round. And how about Spencer Massey? You know, it's actually not surprising because you talk about, you know, driver for Pat Dinkin. Whenever mm -hmm. they show up, they're consistently in the mid to low 70s. That car yeah. always runs great. Scott mm -hmm. Graham, the crew chief. Um, so, yeah, I mean, congrats, congrats to Spencer Massey as well, getting into the final rounds. Josh Absolutely. Hart, Spencer Massey, you know, and it, it who would have thought out of that out of that quad with Clay Milliken and Brittany Forrest, it would be Spencer Massey and Josh Hart advancing. So, exactly. Pretty crazy. Exactly. And for both of those middle lanes, uh, for Brittany Forrest for Flavor Pack this weekend and Clay Milliken, who lit it up pretty good on Friday night, yeah. smoke before 330 feet. Uh, they were just getting after it. Uh, but let's look at this. Uh, from one of those cars that went up in smoke, we had the best 60, the 853 coming out of lane three for Clay Milliken. Uh, but that's great for those two cars, and we're going to move on. That's number uh, just real quick, though. Real, real quick, though, TJ. Okay, go for it. Yeah. 
I just want to say this for Bernie Forrest, you know, coming off back-to-back wins in Las Vegas and Houston, David Grubnick did not have a, have a handle on this race car this weekend. You know, it oh. didn't, I'm not going to say they missed it on Friday night. I think Brittany kind of got out of it early on Friday night when she went that 71, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, didn't run great on Saturday. Um, and then just, you know, just never got the setup quite right for eliminations on Sunday. And so out in round number two, really surprising. And I know you already talked about it before, but you know, Steve Torrance out in first round and now your points leader out in round number two. So yeah, uh, your top two points coming into this weekend, none of them get to the final round. Really surprising. Yeah. And on top of that, the fact that, uh, you know, this was a very fast weekend. And yeah. so you, you think, okay, 75, 70s, you know, track temp below 100 degrees. This this is, you know, Disneyland. Uh, but it is possible to miss. And we talk about it. This stuff is hard. Uh, mm-hmm. No track is the same. You can't just throw in something that you did in Phoenix at Charlotte and expect it to go mm-hmm. down the racetrack. So in the next one, we got Mike Salinas, Justin Ashley, our number one qualifier. How about number one qualifier, Justin Ashley for Phillips Connect? That car was moving this weekend. Cameron Foray in lane three, and then Doug Coletta. And that really nice looking Autodesk top fuel car, monochrome, I really like monochrome top fuel cars. Well, any mm-hmm. kind of nitro car, really. Mm-hmm. But out of this one, we got the Pep Boys car getting down there first, Mike Salinas. 370 with an 8, 331.77 miles per hour. I'll tell you what, low ET of race day. Listen, I love to see that Pep Boys car going mm-hmm. down the racetrack, going rounds. And who went with them? How about Cameron Foray? I yes, love sir. this. I love Fast Eddie Speedwear. He's going to go down there race. The, the number doesn't really matter. 3.924, uh, 307. But Man, I tell you, you know, on this show, I talk about how much I love Cameron Foray. Mm-hmm. He is a great driver, and we love to have him out here. And he's going to his first career final. This is the second mm-hmm. week in a row we've had this. Mm-hmm. And you know what's cool, too? So you talk about Cameron Foray. You know, obviously with Todd Payton, you know, last year with that great EMPI, EMPI sponsorship. And then, you know, he went to the semis at the World Finals last year. Great performance there. Went all the way to the semifinals and got the crushing news that EMPI was leaving. I hope I'm saying that sponsor right. It is EMPI, right? Or yeah. EPMI. EMPI, right? EMPI, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they got the crushing news that they wouldn't be back. And so, you know, a tough break for Cameron. He's done everything he can to stay out here in top field drag racing. And so to get that news is just crushing for him. But then he drives for Terry Haddock in Las Vegas. Not the greatest of weekends, but then coming into Charlotte, they get the news that, hey, you know, we got sponsorship from Fetty, uh, Fast Eddie. And then, you know, back with Todd Payton again, which is really cool. And they're going to the final round. How cool is that? And here goes the other storyline, though, in that quad. So you got Mike Salinas and Doug Coletta. So round number one, they were in the same oh, quad also. Oh, yeah. Doug Coletta gets to the finish line first in the first in the first round quad. But Mike Salinas, Mike Salinas gets his revenge here in the second quad. And obviously, we know, you know, the whole thing with Alan Johnson and, and Mike Salinas and everything like that, Rob Flynn. So there's another storyline for you right there. So Mike Salinas, Cameron Frey moving into the final round. Uh, Justin Nash and Doug Coletta going home. Yeah. Number six, number 10, number five, and number 16 in the final quad for Top Fuel Dragster. Incredible. These were actually, they. Uh, Tony Petragon said it. The, the conditions were similar to Q3, and we did see mm-hmm. a lot of interesting performance in Q3, so it's really stout to see Rob Flynn tur- uh, turning the wrenches and seeing that 370 with the 8 pop up, 331. Uh, yes, where sir. Not, where, you know, the quickest run of that session, I believe, was a 75. So that's really, really stout. So moving on to Nitro Funny Car, the Floppers. Nitro Semifinal Funny round. Car. Nitro Funny Car. We got Matt Hagen, 
Mike McIntyre. How about these nostalgia guys coming over here? I love it. I know you're a nostalgia guy. I'm a nostalgia guy too. I love this. You know, he used to, they say he used to duke it out with another big show name now, Jason Rupert. Like, mm -hmm. this is great to see the, the nostalgia guys in the big show cars and yes, sir. Going, going rounds, you know? Yes, sir. I called this early or in the podcast the day of opportunity. I mean, it was it was there for you, and Mike took advantage of it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We got Jr. Todd in lane three, and Ron Caps in that beautiful, beautiful Napa Gr Toyota Racing Gazoo. I didn't say it right. Supra. It looks good. It looks just as good as I thought it would look. With oh no, nice it, paint scheme. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. And and what a testament to Dean Guido Antonelli and John Medellin to bring that car out first race out and have the performance they did. How about that? It, and I and if you were guys, let's rewind to our, our podcast last week. I said after my co-host asked me, do I think that the performance will fall off? And I said, absolutely not. And we see it. This guy's in the semifinals and actually gets into the final. He's gonna advance. He's gonna get to the finish line first. 3.954 at 323 booming miles an hour, 280 at the eighth mile, 320 flat at 660. He's also going to get down there with Mike McIntyre Jr. Mm -hmm. How about that? 403, 312. Again, the numbers don't matter. He's in the final. That's amazing. That's cool. I said enough. I've said enough. I've said enough. So, what you got on that quad? You know, you think of Mike McIntyre going to the final rounds, you're like, no way. No way Mike McIntyre is going to the final. Well, if you think about it, if you go back to last year, Mike McIntyre was in the semifinals here last year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mike he McIntyre was. in that car, you know, they have the ability to go rounds. You got Aaron Brooks and Tony Short all over there who are two great crew chiefs yep. helping them out. So, you know, it's it's not too surprising. Yeah, he's an underdog, but it's not too surprising to see him in the final round. And then how about Ron Caps? Like, like I said just a second ago, let's just go back to qualifying. 385 right out of the box in Q1. 387 in Q2, didn't get, didn't get down to track in Q3, but in a 393 in the final qualifying session. I mean, just just three great runs uh, throughout qualifying and then backs it up with a 92 and a 95 in the first two rounds of competition. I mean, how about that? You think about, it's so like we said, we talked about last week, you know, will the performance go up, fall off when they go to Toyota? Well, you think about it, Alexis DeJore and J.R. Todd haven't had the greatest starts to the season. I mean, Alexis went to that final round in Las Vegas, but yeah. J.R. been kind of really up and down since the start of the season, you know, went to the semis in Houston, but that's kind of like his only highlight to start the year. But for Ron Caps to bring out the Toyota Super first race out and to lay down the type of performance they did here this weekend, amazing, amazing, incredible. It's it's simply, it's simply just a testament to the brain trust. And I'm gonna say this, and then we're gonna go because I'm got to keep us together. We got to talk about this other guy by the name of John Forrest. We got to talk about him. So it's just incredible to when you think of the brain trust that he has over there. And not to say that the other cars don't have great brain trust, but I mean, Ron Caps was running great with that Hellcat body on it, you know? Mm -hmm. it, just because the labels weren't on it doesn't mean it wasn't Hellcat. I just refuse mm -hmm. to call it that because I think that's kind of goofy that the guy wins the championship and you don't want to go on the venture with him. I just think that's kind of goofy on Dodger's part, but I understand mm -hmm. there's kind of conflicts and all that kind of stuff. I get it, whatever. Just saying. We're going to go to the next quad. We're not going to get off on a tangent today. We got Hold on, real quick. Real quick, oh, though. Was, I knew, I'm, I knew so, you, I'm sorry. I knew I'm you. sorry. Real quick. I'm sorry. Real quick. We, we real need quick. to get shirts made, and yours is going to say, mine's going to say stout. Yours is going to say real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> real quick. Was that the same exact pink scheme that was on the Dodge? It looked a little different, didn't it? Or was it the same it, exact one? 
Uh, I, we'll have to look at that. I don't know. I didn't. I thought it looked pretty much the same. Uh, it could it? be. A, it could have been a little different. Okay, I was just wondering because I was like, it looks the same, but I saw a little difference. I might have just been seeing stuff, but I, I just want to ask that real quick. Yeah, it might have been different. Uh, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll, I'll look at that for sure. But I mean, I mean, you put that on like that body is just woo, yeah. That is a yeah, sexy, nice. funny car body. I tell you what. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we got Bob Tasker the third, Cruz Pedregon, John Force, and Robert Hyde. How about the two Chevrolet Camaro SS Nitro powered going down there side by side? 390, uh, I can't see because I'm blind. 390 with the two for Robert Hyden Lane Ford, 329, and then John Force 393 for 328. It was a nice side-by-side -side run for the Chevys. It looked great going down the racetrack. Uh, 397 for Bob Tasker. He was there. He left first, but I mean, it was it was all it was all John Force racing in this one. Uh, let me see. John Force advances to the semi or to the final. And it's going to be, hold on, I put it down. I put it down here. 262nd career final where you got guys in this final that are just getting here for the first time. I mean, th that's that's incredible. That's incre Also, also, before we move on, get well, Adria Force. Uh, he said, he was saying, talking about her health all weekend. Apparently, she's going through something right now. So, we just wish her the best. Mm -hmm. uh, we want her to get well. Uh, but... I mean, Dad is doing what he's supposed to do in, the, in in his in his Chevrolet. He's sticking with the boys, and 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 here's something I circled. He's not really been deep staging. Like looking at the sixty foots, mm -hmm. they they're like you know on pace. So he's not deep staging. So mm -hmm. he's cutting these lights, uh, the sixty six light, which is not bad in the funny car, and eight eighty one sixty. He wasn't in deep. Mm -hmm. So that that the hey. He can say what he wants at the other end. Man, they're beating me. They're killing me. John, you're still out here. You're still as sharp as ever. You're still cutting lights. You're still going with these boys and girls. I don't I don't know. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but what you got on the semifinal performance of the Chevys? Chevys a pair. Well, it's kind of like going more towards the finals. So you got John Force and Robert Height moving into the final round out of that quad, taking out Bob Sass and Cruz Petragon, and be matched up against Mike McIntyre and Ron Caps in the final. But before we get to that final, you know, John said, you know, in his we all know who won, right? But in his winner's uh winner's interview, he goes, you know, he was having trouble getting up for that final round. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, he said he was down on energy and he needed somebody to kind of pick him up. And he and he, and he asked, you know, Daniel Danny Hood, you know, to help him get up. And Danny Hood goes, switch motors. So they actually switched <laughs> motors before the final round. Yeah. And that's gonna get anybody's blood pressure up, you know, switching yeah. them, switching, switching a bullet right before the next round. He said, you know, it was it was down to the wire too. With them, you know, putting that putting that motor in. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So John Forrest had to get a little, had to get up for a little bit, not find around. And I, I know we're gonna talk about it right now. So let's get into it. Yeah. So and the, the interesting thing about that, Bruno was in the pits. Uh, they had to uh, change that because there was smoke coming out of the valve caps, uh, oh, valve really? cover. So uh, they they lost the main bearings. So they had to take the short block out and put a new one in. And so I think John Forrest might have encountered Daniel Hood after that decision was made and then he said oh yeah we're switching engines by the way because john is like <laughs> he's like man i need to get up as they're like switching engines uh but there was some issue and it did it did remind me of a race chicago 2004 where john force was going rounds i think that was that might have been the day he crossed the center i don't i don't remember exactly the specifics but he had a thrash and 
You know what I thought? As soon as they said, oh, he's having engine problems, he's going to have to, they're not, they're not warming the car up. I said, oh, John Force is going to win this race. <laughs> because that that is very John Force-like. To go in, have adversity, have to thrash, and you don't even get to fire the bullet up, and you win the race. I knew he was going to win. I knew he was going to mm-hmm. win at that point right there. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But before before we go on with that, what you got on that one? Oh, no, I just pretty much said it all right there. Yeah. You know, having, yeah. having to swap motors for the final. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. ready. All right, let's do it. We got Ron Caps in lane one. Lane two, we got Mike McIntyre Jr. Then in lane three, we have John Forrest. And in lane four, we got Robert Height. Those are the same lanes they were in in the previous round. So Tony Pedregon actually said it as well. Robert Height was actually probably the favorite here because, oh, yes. you know, you know the, the performance base. But like I said, you know, I, I said it in a specific chat that we that we had belonged to, and you know, I was kind of snubbed on it. But John Force has had the best car in tuning uh, in testing the last times we've done it. We this this past year to 2022, he had the best funny car. In 2019, before COVID, he had the best funny car. So it's not like practice because that's not how we operate our sport, but. Mm. That has relevance because the people that were making that car so good in testing are still turning the wrenches on that car. Daniel Hood and Tim Fabrizi and the rest of the guys. So I just wanted to say that. But anyway, we got Ron Cass with Toyota and Mac, Mike McIntyre. I think that was a, a excuse me. It, was that was he racing a, a Camry? Is that a Camry? Yeah, so, yeah Toyota Camry. Okay, yeah. Camry. Yeah. Toyota Camry. So we got two Toyotas in lanes one and two. And then in three and four, we got two Chevys. Well, everybody knows John Force is going to get his 155th career win. Like, that. that's that's incredible. I did want to say, I did want to say, before we talk about the numbers, uh, Ron Caps, let's see what he ran real quick before I say this. Uh, Ron Caps, what did he run? 395.4. They said, he said Dean Antonelli almost shut the car off because he didn't like the way the header flames looked. He almost shut the car off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? So they legged it out through there. I mean, but, but I mean, and, and you could just kind of look at the numbers, like 395.4 at 323. That's kind of off the pace of what they've been doing all weekend. And we know that mm-hmm. car can dip into the 80s pretty good mm-hmm. and over 330. So he said he didn't like the look of the header flames and he almost shut it off in the previous round. I thought that was interesting. I want to talk about that. But, folks, John Force is going to get the win. 3.914, 328.88 miles per hour. He reset the track record, both ends of it, in qualifying. I mean, this was... What kind of weekend can you, you qualify number one? You reset the track record, both ET and speed. You take it from your girl. I mean, how, how, you, how you can't write stuff like this. You can't write stuff like this. This was an old school 90s dominating performance from John Force. Absolutely. I mean, just straight out 90s throwback John Force right here. Just, I mean, just take it all. Like I said, qualify number one, low ET, top speed, 335 miles per hour, win the race. I mean, what more can you do? So here's yeah. a question in, and this is courtesy of Dave W. Go for it. When's the last time John Force swept the weekend like this? Oh wow! That's and like a good I said, question. like I said, this is courtesy of Dave W. This is not for me. He t- he told me this, and I didn't know this either. I know it's been a while. Go for it. Charlotte Four Y twenty twenty one. Okay, so I did write that back to back years, folks. He won this race last year, but he <laughs> and- but he but he swept it last year also. Number one qualifier, low ET, top speed wins the race. So I thought, so when, wow. I, when when Dave W asked me that, I said Reading 2013. 
Yeah. I was like, I was like, Redding 2013 because he qualified number one, first time he went into the threes and he had top speed and he won the race. So I'm thinking, okay, Redding 2013. Well, no, it actually happened last year, just a year ago. Charlotte 4 wow. 2021. Yeah. Isn't that so amazing? Credit, credit Dave W for, to that, for yeah. that one. Dave W with the he's our stat guy. He's he's our stat guy on staff. You know, we everybody's got a stat guy. So I had some more things written down. Uh they talked to Danny Hood after it. Uh and I just got a few quotes. He said, These guys are awesome. They had to take the car apart and put it back together and they didn't get the fired up. He said, These guys are awesome. John Ford said, I can still hang in there. And he wished his daughter well wishes again, which as he should. And he said, you know, I ain't very good, which kills me when he said, <laughs> John Forrest saying, I ain't very good, but you got win number 155. I mean, what else? What else do we have on this thing here? Um, 44 years of at least, yeah, first win since Topeka. 44 years of at least one win of at least, that is incredible. Do you know how hard, you know, we all know this. People that are listening, it is so difficult to win a drag race out here, especially right now with everybody being so close. I mean, I mean, we haven't looked at numbers, but John Forrest was two eighty five at the at the eighth mile. Wait, hold on. You said how many how many years with with one straight win? It said forty four on the on the broadcast. So if it's wrong, blame Brian. <laughs> okay, so I know I, I just want to say because he got his first win in Montreal in nineteen eighty seven. That was only like thirty. That was thirty five years ago. I, I guess um, I can't count, or somebody no, no, can't no. count. <laughs> no, no, and then and then he went one list. He went one list in two thousand nine. So, see, we, see, yeah, I, I took I take that out of my mind. So I I, I act like it didn't happen because you know that was yeah. the year it, that streak was broken. Okay, yeah. well you heard it here, folks. Okay, yeah. you heard it here. All right, the man get it. The man did it. The man did it. Robert Height was your runner up. Four oh three. Nothing. Nothing to talk about there, but how about the Chevys fin finishing first and second this yeah. weekend? That's pretty awesome. I went to the wrong page. Okay, now let's do. Go ahead, do, do the. Do <laughs> you already know. You already know. All right, so I gotta say this too before we move on with John Forrest. So, uh, like we all know, I was there in Charlotte and I was in the media room. And you think when John Forrest wins, he's gonna be crazy and and wild in the media room and his in his post race press conference, right? Well, no, he was very subdued. Uh, Lori came in. He thanked Lori first, and then you know he got very emotional. Like John Forrest really? got choked up. Yeah, he wow. He, he was in tears. That's awesome. He was in tears. Yeah, That's he was awesome. in tears. And the reason why he was in tears though was because you know obviously, like you said earlier, he mentioned this about his daughter Adria. We don't know the extent of her of what's going on with her medical wise. You know. Yeah. And our respect for her, we're not going to go too deep into that. But it's just saying, obviously, something you know transpired with her recently, and it just got him really down. And so he said, this room was for her. He yeah. said there's stuff in his life that was kind of destined. He said when he won when he won Charlotte last year, that was for Bruton Smith because Bruton wasn't looking too good. And so that he, right. he won that for Bruton. That was destined to do that. He said this year he was destined to win it for Adria. So he was very choked up. He was very emotional in the media room. And it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, I wouldn't, I can't say cool to see, but it was pretty, it was different to see, I, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and you know, I talk about it here on the show. I love when the drivers show emotion, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, getting choked up because our next winner, Mike Salinas, getting it done in top fuel, you mm -hmm. know, he was emotional. And mm -hmm. I always, I love to see that. Angel mm -hmm. Sampe, every time she would win, she would get emotional. Mm -hmm. I love seeing that. Uh, and, and, you know, it can go the other way too when they're angry. But that just shows the passion that is in our sport. It's such a high and a low sport, right place at the right time kind of sport. And, you know, like I said, you know, 
you could win the previous week and you don't even qualify this week. It's just such a sport of, I call it, I think accountability and I'm a performer myself. So that's the ultimate field of accountability. You have mm -hmm. to come up there and you have to perform. You have to bring your stuff. You have to show you prepared. And that's what this sport does. You know, mm -hmm. it, it holds you accountable for sure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, moving on to the top fuel final, we got Spencer Massey in lane one, Josh Hart in lane two, uh, Cameron Foray in lane three, and then Mike Salinas in lane four for Pep Boys. He's going to get his first win for Pep Boys. He just ran back his run from the previous yeah, round. Just run it it's, back. Just run it back. Just run it back. Yeah, Nothing was wrong with it. Yeah. Hey, just put it back together. Nothing was wrong with it. Let's throw the same thing in it. 3.708 at 330.47 miles an hour. That car, I tell you what running out the back end tell you mm -hmm. what he was sub three seconds to the eighth mile 2.978 292 incredible 835 to the 60 foot blocks there's there's before we put a period on the weekend in general i did want to say this uh in funny car i actually meant to say it in the semis of some of funny car because this is when i noticed it they are sitting a lot longer than they used to like <laughs> The four of them, like the, the, the quad that John was in, you know, John likes to go in last. Mm -hmm. He was actually first in. Mm -hmm. Everybody else was like, oh, no, we know you're going to do this, old man. So, mm -hmm. so like, I, but, but it's not just in Funny Car. It's like in Top Fuel. Like, they're, they're sitting there. So, mm -hmm. I just think that's cool. Like, you know, not that it's predictable, but, you know, it's never predictable because when you hit the gas, it's just the most ex amazing experience in your life. But, they're sitting, and I love that. I, well, I love got, that. You got to remember too, with Cameron Foray in that final round, uh, mm -hmm. they couldn't get the car in reverse. Yeah, they had, to, they had to push him back, and so that kind of held them up a little bit too. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But for in this instance, in the final round, Cameron Foray he had troubles getting the car in reverse. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that's not that's not what I meant. I meant like in general, yeah. the cars are yeah. sitting. Like even in the first round, like I know mm -hmm. I know he had trouble because they had he had to rush to mm -hmm. get it back to as to not hold everybody else up. But mm -hmm. what I was meaning is when they're staging, just when everything mm -hmm. is good, everybody's yeah. there, they're sitting. Mm -hmm. And that that's that's that old fashioned 90s <laughs> top fuel, funny car, you know, that's that's that good old stuff. Oh, before we put a period on the weekend as well, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Did you hear Cruz Pedregon's comments? Jamie Howe went up to him and asked him because he went, I think he might have went in deep. And she asked him, she said, uh, what's the strategy up there? You know, you know, just how they do it. They talk about lights a lot on the t television show, and mm. AR does as well on on NHRI TV. Uh, but Cruz kind of snapped at her. Really? <laughs> he was like, "Oh yeah." He was like, "You guys focus on the lights too much. We actually do drive these cars." Oh yeah. Oh yes. That was on that was on television. Robert Heist mm. just standing there like. <laughs> Laugh. really yes <laughs> yeah i didn't yes. I didn't watch it. i didn't watch the tv broadcast wow really yes i was <laughs> like oh this that's fun you know cruz is that go that that guy we and we love him but like you know he's that guy he's gonna say so it. was robert standing right next to them when that happened or was he just off in the distance and heard it or was he no right he there? was right there you know how they have like two drivers in the in the yeah. screen yeah he was yeah. like right there they had the camera like panning into Cruz as he was talking but yeah robert was there for a good amount of the time and you could see his face because i'm big on facial expressions but yeah it was hilarious i was like I, wow I, I i get i get what Cruz is saying i i think we have come to focus too much on reaction times there's a lot more that goes into it than just reaction time oh yeah for you know, sure. keeping the car in the middle of the groove keeping it straight you know yeah keeping it in your lane um because i mean you think about it 
you think about a, the difference from a 390 to a 380, you know, is it, that goes from, you know, driving good, you know, keeping it straight, keeping it, keeping it in the groove and stuff like that. So there's a lot that go, there's a lot more that goes into it than just reaction times. Reaction times at the at, set that reaction time still plays a big part in it. And so, um, but at the same time, give Jamie Howe some, some slack. I mean, those questions are coming from the, from the booth. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're telling her in her, in her ear with the act. So, you know, yeah. Hey, slack. I'm objective, man. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, lean to one or one side or another. I, I would just report the news, but I wanted to see if you said it, if you saw it, that's what makes me such a great report. I'm, I'm objective. I, you mm -hmm. know, I, I yeah. don't care whose question it was, but it was asked. So I wanted to talk to you about it, but. We got Mike Salinas getting his first win for Pep Boys. That was a great weekend. It was a great weekend of performance. Uh, it's just we're going to Virginia next. That's one of the smoothest surfaces we have on tour. I think we're going to see even more of it because last time we were we didn't see great performances, but we saw oh, really no. nice side by side drag racing. So mm -hmm. I'm expecting to see you know low 70s. You know everything we saw this weekend. Of course, depends on the weather, but uh, I'm expecting some fast performance. For sure, for sure. And just to put a cap on top here real quick, second win of the season for Mike Salinas, fifth of his career. He ties the great Pat Austin and Richard Tharp on the all-time top fields wins list. Pat Austin, a legendary name right there. Richard Tharp mm -hmm. as well, but tying Pat Austin. Uh, so what's cool, too, is that Cameron Frey actually gets the runner-up in that quad. Yeah. So he, he gets, yeah. gets runner-up points. And for Spencer Massey, I mean, it was surprising to see him smoke the tires. I mean, he got down the track. Uh, all throughout the day. And then you could tell on Scott, on Scott Graham's face, he does not know why that car smoked the tires. So it's surprising to see Spencer Massey smoke it in the final round, but congratulations well, to Mike Salinas. Yeah. There was a lot of, there was a lot like a, there was a lot of unburned fuel coming out of the pipes it while was. it was idling there. So yeah. uh, I think they expected that. But uh, like I said, he was, I mean, he was psychic on the, on the line all day. Uh, that guy, he leaves. I mean, and he still cut a 26 light and smoked the tires. So I think that's pretty, you know, he's he's put the top fuel class on watch. When that guy pulls up with that commercial metal fabrication top fuel car, he's going to leave the starting line. So with that, folks, we've reached the end of another episode. I am TJ, the Nitro Performance Guy. Darren, who are you? I just told you who you were. T t <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Darren Williams, you can find me on American Hot Rod Entertainment on YouTube, American Hot Rod Entertainment on Facebook, and American Hot Rod ENT on Instagram. Follow the Inside the NHRA Facebook group. And uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're having some fun here on, uh, here on the Nitro Performance Guide. I love it. I just wanted you to say the co-host, and he he did a whole plug. I didn't. That was not what that was. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, no, 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 follow him on everything, guys. No, he's no, amazing. No, no, no. He, he's cut amazing. That cut that out. Cut that I'm out. I'm not cutting I, it out. I, I, cut that out. <laughs> Darren Williams Jr., co-host here on the Nitro Performance Guy. My buddy, the Nitro Performance Guy, TJ. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week with another great episode. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. It's an off week. Who knows? Who knows? It might be a time machine episode. Or we might talk about something else. So who knows? We'll see you next week, folks.